Zone. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. leader. Coming off the court. You hear it straight from a Suns player with Burns and Gambo. Brought to you by America Roofing, Arizona's number one roofer online at americaroofingco.com. For a free estimate or 10% off any roof repair, that's americaroofingco.com. Three o'clock hour of the Burns and Gambo show here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Our weekly visit with a member of the Suns and joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line. Twelve minutes in Sunday's game against the Dallas Mavericks. A big three towards the end of the third quarter. Troy Craig joining us here on the Burns and Gambo show. Troy, welcome back to the program, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. All right, how much uh, how much fun was that game on Sunday against the Mavs? You've had three games now with KD, the Charlotte game, the Bulls game, but I think we were all looking forward to that Dallas game being a rematch of last year's uh, playoff matchup. Oh man, it was it was extremely fun. It just sometimes man, when you're on the bench, you're just sitting back and you're just seeing how much talent is on the court at one time, and you kind of you kind of like in awe, in awe of it because uh, there's so many elite players making making difficult shots and and just scoring back to back and trading trading baskets and it was just uh it was just fun to be a part of but I'm glad, I'm definitely glad we can get to win. Yeah, I, I mean can you believe a team that shot 50 40 90 did not win a basketball game that rarely happens. No, nah, for sure and you you could see it um <laughs> whichever team started getting stops first was going to be the one to win that game and it wasn't a lot of a lot of stops in that in that game. I, I know I was talking to a couple of players. Like usually, I go try to crash and get offensive rebound, but it wasn't any misses, so it wasn't no rebounds to get. <laughs> and like I looked at the statue uh, at the end of the game, I had no rebounds. I'm like, man, <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, like I couldn't get defensive rebounds or offensive rebounds. It was um, it was pretty amazing though. That's funny. How how. With you and your skill set, how essential is it to have a guy like you on the floor when you're surrounded by, you talk about all of these scoring and all of this scoring, the the ability to defend, the ability to knock down a three, how important does a skill set like yours become when you're, when you're talking about fitting in on a team like the Suns are right now, Tori? Well, is it, it is extremely important now because... Um, a lot of teams are going to try to get the ball out of book and um, and Devin, uh, out of book in, in Kevin's hands. So they're going to live with guys like me and other guys that's trying to make shots. So um, they, they will live with us us beating them rather than because you know Kevin and, and Devin can beat you. So um, guys like myself and other guys on the team is going to be extremely important for us to make plays from those guys and play off those guys and, and knock down open shots because you want to get a lot of open shots. Yeah, I would imagine, too, on the other end of the floor, just the ability to defend, the willingness to defend. And not that Devin mm-hmm. isn't and not that Kevin isn't. They're both you know better than advertised defenders. But given that there is so much offense out there, I would imagine there yeah. are minutes to be earned if you're going to go out there and earn them by playing great defense. No, for sure. And and, and defense is a, is, a, is a given for me. I'm, I'm going to do that no matter what. But um, it's, it's extremely important to be at, to make it easier for those guys on defense because they carry so much of a load um, on the offensive end. But like you said, those guys are willing defenders. Like Book, <laughs> Book can have 40 points. And um, I remember one game, uh, I was going to the top guy, and he's like, Tori, Tori, let me get him this possession. I'm like, all right, go ahead, man. Like, <laughs> he's, just that com- he's just that competitive. So he... He don't. He don't look at it as him trying to rest on defense or taking breaks on defense. Um, 
Booker is, is a competitor, and, and same same with Kevin. Um, first game in, he just, he just blocking shots and having an impact on the defensive end, and he had a huge block in that game against Kyrie. So um, those guys are, are willing defenders, but it definitely makes it easier on them with guys like me and Josh and, and Ish that's trying to guard the other team's best players. I know I got different players, right? Finney Smith's gone, Dinwiddie's gone, Brunson's gone, but you know, mm-hmm. last you know last year in the playoffs, they they trapped Book a lot, and you know the follow philosophy was you know well, we don't mind Jay and McHale shooting the ball, or even Chris, who's not a catch and shoot guy. Now they didn't do it when mm-hmm. Cam was on the court. They didn't want to trap Book when Cam was on the court. But remember, Cam was coming off the bench. This game, watching this game, they didn't trap Book, and I would imagine they just didn't want to give KD open looks because once you trap, you're in rotation yeah. and you get open looks. But big difference last year when they were trapping Book at will compared to this game Sunday when they didn't want to trap him at all. Yeah, I mean it's tough when you when you got Kevin Durant out there. If you if you're trapping if you're trapping Booker and we're swinging it around, um, a lot of times when you trap, it, it puts your defense in a rotation. So now not only are you in rotation, but you're you're closing out to Kevin Durant with the live dribble. <laughs> so it's it's tough because you have to honor his three point shooting. So you have to get to him. But once you get to him, he can score on all three levels, and yeah. that puts your defense at a disadvantage. So it does, it, um, I, I, it's tough. Yeah, it does seem like they doubled KD in the second half in the post and on that elbow. Mm-hmm. They tried to double him, but it just seems like he's even so efficient with the double teams. Why do you think that is? Because he he just plays at his own pace, man. He can he he's tall enough to see over the double team and the defense. And a lot of times he don't even try to force it. Um, I, I knew a couple of times we passed it into him. As soon as the double came, he got off of it. It was a swing, swing to open shots. And um, we got guys on the back end that, that's making down shots or making the right play. So um, I think that gives. Kevin uh, more confidence to throw it back out but if we throw it to him and we need it for him to, to go to work he could do that as well so um, we, we we have a lot of options right now out of the double team yeah and that's just what I was going to ask you Tory Craig joining us here on the Burns and Gambo show Suns and the Thunder coming up tomorrow that trust that Kevin and Book obviously have in you guys to kick out to the open shooter I mean there's it, it's very clear that KD is a willing passer and in that circumstance you and Josh and others have to be willing shooters, right? There can't be any hesitation when you have that open shot. You, if you've got the green light, you got to take it. I would imagine Monty's communicated that to you guys. Um, yeah, I mean, he don't even have to communicate that to us. Uh, funny because I, I was literally talking to the uh, book today in the locker room. I was like, "Hey, man, listen, if, if Devin Booker passing me the ball, it must be for me to shoot it." <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I was like, that, "That's exactly what he wants." So if, he, if Devin Booker passes you the ball, it'll just be ready to shoot because he's not passing it for nothing. So then we, we kind of joked about that. So, um, but nah, like you said, though, we we definitely have to be ready to shoot because um, those guys are are drawing so much attention that that we're. We're benefiting off of it, so we just have to be ready to, to, to shoot with confidence and, and make those shots. This rivalry between the Suns and the Mavs, between Book and Luca, how, how good is it for the NBA? I, mean, I think all I think all rivals are good for the NBA, but definitely you, you can feel some kind of some kind of tension there between between the guys and uh, um, with, with Book and, and Luca, and then and then Kyrie kind of got in. And, words were said so but it's all competitive man it's all basketball it's nothing personal it's just a lot of competitive guys at the court 
on the court at the same time uh, is going to lead to to those kind of moments. So maybe more dislike and less less hatred, but at least dislike, correct? Yeah, I just think I just think it's um, guys just trying to earn each other's respect, and uh, they're going to get it by the way they play. And uh, as you can see down the stretch, I think all those guys had thirty. All, all four of them had thirty. So it's kind of a. Uh, you versus me kind of mindset and uh, made the better man win and it's just fun to be a part of it and uh, and I like it I like the chat I like the the, the competitiveness the competitiveness of it all and um, it, it was fun to watch fun to be a part of last one from me for Tory Craig and I'm just curious from a player's perspective and we get asked this all the time from fans and listeners and whatnot 18 games to go how much attention do you guys pay to who you might play in the first round, who you want to, who you don't, where you finish in the seating. Do you care a little bit about that? Not at all? A lot? How important is that to you going into these final 18 games of the season, Tori? Um, we don't even talk about it, man. It, it, it really doesn't matter to us. Um, since I've been here, that haven't been a concern um, either year I've been here. Like who we play in the first round, or who we didn't want to play, we 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 we're we're ready to play anyone. And um, uh, yeah, however it end up, how the standards end up, it's going to be like that, and we're just going to take it game by game, series by series. But we don't we don't look for anybody or or duck from anyone to play in, in the playoffs. We get, we get asked a lot, you know, with the success that you guys are having, but since KD got here, like, man, can anybody stop this team? You know, are they going to score 120, 125 a night? I mean, I think you know, Denver's really good defensively. I think, you know, they match up to Clippers with, with their wings. Of course, Milwaukee with their ability to defend and, and Boston. I mean, do you look at it like that? Do you look at it like you guys are unstoppable? Or do you do feel like there's teams out there that can defend you? No, I mean, I don't, I don't look at it unstoppable, man. It's the NBA. Anything can happen. And uh, there's a lot of great players in this league and a lot of good defensive players and, and defensive teams in this league. And, um, yeah, guys can have an off night. Like, any, anybody can be beat. So I'm not going to say we're unstoppable. But we're definitely getting more comfortable. Guys are in their rhythm. And, and it's early. And I, I think we still can get a lot better. We still can improve in a lot of areas of the game, um, especially on the defensive end. Um, but like I said, it's going to take time. We're still trying to figure out rotations, and and, and guys are still learning the coverages. And uh, we was just doing strip today, strip today, and guys uh, still trying to learn the plays and knowing the timing and knowing where to be. So we're winning these games, still trying to figure things out. So that's definitely a, a positive sign for us. Good stuff, Tori. You know, as always, we appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on for a few. Good luck tomorrow against Oklahoma City. We'll talk soon. Okay. All right, man. Thanks.